We ready to drop this thing? Uh, Houston, uh, we are uh, ready. Okay, everybody, let's take it from the top. Atomic batteries to power. Four. Prepare for warp speed. Turbines to speed. Three. Standby transwarp drive. Two. Roger. Ready to move up. On my mark. One. Let's go. This is the Low Down Sports Show with Drew. Yes, sir. And BJ. Let's get at it. And it starts now. All right. Welcome into another episode of the Low Down Sports Show. This show is brought to you by the Basketball Podcast Network, presented by DraftKings. I'm your host, Drew. And I'm BJ. And we're here to get the lowdown on all things basketball. Today, it is a WNBA-filled episode because Monday was a big day. Had yet another draft for the upcoming 26th season of the WNBA. And some stars had their shining moments, the first in-person draft in a couple of years. So it was good. Good to see a good time, a lot of a lot of shining moments, a lot of a lot of smiling faces up mm-hmm. on the stage. Uh, I want to shout out to uh, WNBA lead, the site that I'm a general content manager for, had representation at the WNBA draft. So I saw that. That, that was that is a, stoked, man. That, that was a cool feeling. But anyway, BJ, a lot to chat about today. A lot of selections were made, and we might as a well talk about talk. those selections. So. Are you ready by chance? No, not really. No, oh, April Fools. Take, I'm kidding. Let's go ahead. April and Fools. You're 12 days late. I all right. I, I thought about it and and I was like, you know, I should have done it a couple weeks ago. So let me get it in now before it's not April anymore. Hey, better late than never. Right. Gonna get less people at this point though. Exactly. All right. So WNBA draft on tap Monday night on ESPN. Uh, numbers on that draft, uh, BJ, 20% higher viewership than last year's draft. Um, just below that... 50,000 viewers uh, at, at its peak for the WNBA draft. Do you um, think that it was helped by having it return to being in person and having draft selections there and, and everything like a normal draft atmosphere. Do you think that helped with the viewership increase? Yeah, because, you know, people wanted to see, you know, people that were family members or friends of, you know, everybody that was being drafted, all those people were watching too, in addition. Mm-hmm. Um, so, and, you know, it was on the main ESPN, which is good. Um, you know, it, it's a surprise, but not a surprise to me that the viewership numbers went up. It's a surprise because they barely marketed this thing. Um, but it's not a surprise because, mm-hmm. you know, like everything else where the numbers go up when you put the women on TV, um, you know, that's all you got to do is put them on TV. And, I mean, you'll see viewership steadily increases more and yeah. more people you, watch. Cause more you saw that last year with know. the season ratings, I'm pretty sure, as a whole yeah. for the WNBA. So I'm, I'm hopeful that that's going to continue to carry on and, and stick around as it has, as it looks like it is so far. Yes, indeed, BJ. And on Monday, we had that draft, and 36 players were drafted in this WNBA draft in 2022. So we can just go through them top to bottom. And then I want to come back in here at the tail end of things, BJ, and kind of make some final rosters for us. Who's making it? Who's not? Just early predictions before we see anything or hear anything about what they do at camp. 
Well, you are the right guy to do that. I will tell you that, my friend. All right. BJ, you want to run through them? All right. Let's start off with the first round, the first selection. Maybe a little bit of a surprise, but there was only two ways that it could go, Drew. And the Washington Mystics select Ryan Howard from Kentucky. I'm not really surprised. We talked last week, Drew, that we both thought Nalissa Smith was the best player in the draft, but she does not go number one. Right. Um, Ryan Howard, I believe, was the first player from her school, uh, Kentucky women's basketball, to get drafted number one overall. You know, in a very, very prestigious class with some uh, some male counterparts on the other side of players from Kentucky who have been drafted number one overall. Uh, John Wall, mm -hmm. DeMarcus Cousins, Anthony Davis, Davis yeah. and I believe it was Carl Anthony Towns who was the other one. I believe so, you're right, yeah. So that's a very, very, very good group right there, and she is a big-time player. You know, I was dead set on, you know, Atlanta Dream getting Alyssa Smith, but that's okay to be wrong. Um because now Lynn Dunn gets, you know, her own little years later, many different version, you know, another try at another version of Tamika, maybe, you know, just a, you know, mm -hmm. a wing that can play two sides of the ball. This one's better offensively than, uh, you know, Tamika was starting out. So that's the flip flop there. This one's mm -hmm. better offensively. Tamika was better defensively, but you know, she got, she got an ideal player. So, I mean, she's not, She's not gonna have any bones about this at all. I just, I just thought that Melissa would have been able to uh, kind of take over ASAP in Atlanta, but she could very well do the same thing in uh, in Indiana. It's she'll also be with a yeah. very young crew, so it'll be interesting. They'll be doing it together, and that might even make things easier on Indiana as they try and turn this program around. And now the question, team, <laughs> yeah, the the question is. You know, we talked about the curse of the fever and everything like that, that because they didn't get the number one pick, this might actually serve them better that they did not get the number one pick because they still might have gotten the best player in the draft uh, in Melissa Smith at number two. Yeah, very well could have, um, you know, Howard was looked at to have the best skill set in the draft. Uh, passing, ball handling, scoring, uh, IQ, all at an elite level. You know, it was just about which team, uh, you know, had a preference for at the top. If it was a, if the dream, you, you know, more thought they wanted to build a forward than a guard, you know, and then they would have yeah. gone that way. But, you know, sometimes, you know, teams and GMs and in the war room, they don't, you, you just can't ignore the best player available. Um, yeah. And sometimes it's a difference in opinion sometimes. Uh, yeah, but Ron Howard at number one, good selection. I do want to make sure I, I clarify. I think I mistakenly said the Mystics because they originally had the one pick, and oh, then we talked last Mystics? week. I I may have by mistake. I want to make sure that I say that it was <laughs> Atlanta. It was the Atlanta Dream. I wouldn't even pay attention, but I'm looking at it. It is Atlanta. I promise, guys. Yeah. It is we Atlanta. we know we know it's Atlanta. I may have said Washington by mistake, but the Mystics with the trade down as Atlanta traded up to get the number one pick. Uh, they take a center from Ole Miss Shakira Austin at the three. And we talked about, you know, in, in terms of what the order would be last week, um, you know, Shakira Austin was listed as the, the third selection going to Atlanta before the trade. Are you surprised that the Mystics went center here? Not really, because um, you're not going to go power forward. Mm -hmm. I mean, but she's got a lot of people to learn from out there. 
Um, you know, that's the best player that they thought, you know, they were going for. And, you know, they kind of want to replace the position and kind of probably immediately plug her in there. Um, I think she's going to – she might start uh, ASAP. So you might see a starting lineup of uh, Cloud, Atkins, Clark, Deladon, and Shakira Austin. Um, and I think at the number three pick, you know, you've got to be thinking you want to start this girl immediately. And, you know, she's got the ability to, you know, she's been talked about at this position, you know, all throughout the course of this year in mock drafts. So, I mean, she's she's held firm at knowing that she is one of the best players come out of college basketball this year. And, uh, you know, it, it, it'll work out there and she won't have any pressure on her early. Normally, like a number three pick would, but she's going into an ideal situation that, you know, she can, you know, depending on the health of their best player, Elena Deladon they can compete for a championship already. And yeah. Ryan Howard and Alyssa Smith don't have that luxury. Yeah, you're absolutely right. Um, speaking of Melissa Smith, she's not the only selection that the Fever made in the first round. In fact, they had four in the top ten, as we talked about last week. They went with Emily Ingsler from Louisville. So two power forwards at two and four, Drew, for the Indiana Fever. Yeah, interesting here, but, you know, since they got rid of, goodness, I can't even think, Tierra McCowan, you know, mm-hmm. they're trying to reload any place that they can. Um, so, I mean, and Inksler, I mean, that's best player available again right there. At some, at some points, you just can't, you can't skip, you know, you just got to take her while she's there before she goes to the Liberty, who, I mean, if you, yeah. if you leave it there, you know, that's probably who they're getting. Depending on yeah. who they would, who Indiana would have gotten instead of Inksler, but you know that's who you got to get. You know her stock rose in the tournament, and I think she'll be a key part of helping Nalissa Smith build something in Indiana to bring the team back from the slums. You know it really sounds like like I'm, you know, looking into You're a crystal talking. ball, <laughs> like some imaginary crystal ball that's like favoring all these bad teams. Like oh, Ryan Howard's gonna bring the dream from the slums. Nalissa Smith and Inksler are going to bring the fever from the slums. You know, you just got to be optimistic. Like these teams can't mm-hmm. be bad for forever. Knock on wood, but I don't know. New York Jets have found a way to do it. Sorry. It's all right though, but you know, these are the type of players that could turn around franchises if yeah. properly utilized. Cause you know, yes. in past, you know, the dream and fever have made mistakes and, and pick players that just don't really go along with mm-hmm. uh with their organization how they run things and you know just immediate tension and you know waves in the first two years you know some of the best players uh over the past few years in these drafts have already been traded and waived from these two teams yeah. kennedy carter traded lauren cox waived um kalani brown waived you know so yeah who knows but inksler will be good in indiana you talked about uh the new york uh liberty sorry i had a brain fart there they at five take uh niara sabali the uh oregon center i want to make sure i said that right didn't i i want to say it's niara i'm pretty sure okay but i don't know i gotta double check all right but she her and satu have basically the same face just gotta get that out of the way about the sabali sisters here they look alike these kids they all have the same they do yeah it's no question of the relationship. They're definitely here. related. <laughs> but I tell you this, BJ, she went higher than I expected. Um, you know, you know, you saw some mocks where she's been floating around five and some even boldly enough to have her, you know, in the top 
you know, four and, uh, you know, so she's floated between four and six periodically, even with the previous injury history, which I thought was a little bit surprising. I thought might make her dip to like, you know, I don't know, an aces or a, a sparks at eight and nine or something mm-hmm. like that. Still make a top 10, but just dip a little bit because of that injury history. But New York had the confidence that they took her with the fifth pick and they're happy about it. Yeah. Uh, I don't have any bones about, uh, you know, negativity towards uh, Sabali here. Um, you know, it's just a question of can she stay healthy? Uh, she can she can bang. She's she's definitely cool on the low block. Uh, biggest challenge might be proving that health. Uh, just the knee injuries have been, been the only thing that's that's hampered her. So, I mean, she's really kind of raw talent here. Um, she's still in a really early development stage because um, she didn't get to do a whole lot of work in her earlier college career. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, it's really kind of a mixed bag of what you're going to get. So, like, if she if she comes in and tears it up, then, okay, cool. She was destined to be like this. If not, then, like, okay, we picked someone who might be a little too raw and started playing them too early. But I don't think Sabali starts next year, though, because you've got Howard out there. And just depending on what that unit would look like. So let's just try and picture it right now, BJ. Um, Sabrina Ionescu, uh, Laney, Whitcomb, um, goodness, Howard. Who's the four? Think here. I'm about to look at the roster, aren't I? Who's the four here? So they might they might start Michaela Onyenwede for all we know. They might go a little bit smaller, but they did trade for Dolson, so they might move Howard to the four, start Dolson. I don't know. They've got a lot of options here, but they it, they might be safer bringing the rook off the bench just to ease her path into you know her development. But I think it could work out. I'm optimistic about Sabali's future. Yeah, I am too. I, I think that that's a really good spot for her, especially with uh, bringing in Sandy. Uh, she'll know what to to do and, and how to manage that and, and her playing time we'll see here in this upcoming season. Uh, the Fever have another pick here. They went three in the first six, four in the top ten, and they take at six Lexi Hole from Stanford. What do you think about the Fever's pick here? I think that's a good pick. Um, you know, she's a gritty player. She can shoot the three really well. Um, six foot one guard. Um, the only problem is, you know, her competition at guard immediately coming in. Kelsey and Tiffany Mitchell. I mean, that's a gauntlet already, just naming those two, just for her to have to deal with at camp. But, I mean, she could still make the roster here. It's a possibility. Um, I don't – you know, it's a good pick. Um and, you know, there's kind of been questions surrounding the two Mitchells for, for years just because they haven't been able to help the team get over the hump. But is that necessarily their fault? I would argue no. Because, um, I mean, they've continued to be dynamic scorers, but like it, that team just doesn't win. But uh, Lexi Hall's a good player out of Stanford, and I think she's going to help and be a part of that rebuild. I mean, they they it might be a little early for Hall. I get that, you know, criticism here. And I don't know that I would have picked her at six. They might have been better off taking Veronica Burton from the wings. Um, or, I mean, mm-hmm. yeah, that might have been the best bet there. But 
Lexi Hall, there's the argument that she was early, you know, that people really liked that the Fever's first couple of picks had questions about the second two. Um, you know, she's not bad, but at six, you think, you know, they might've gone a different direction. Yeah. And you mentioned uh, wings take Veronica Burton from Northwestern at seven. Uh, you really haven't, uh, to my knowledge, you said that that may have been the best pick available. So how do you think that fits into what the wings are trying to do? You like that a lot there? It was the best pick available and she was the defensive player of the year. It's just the fact mm-hmm. that we got a lot of guards already. It's just a matter yeah. of are the wings going to finally step up and make the cuts that they need to make and take feelings out of it, you know, cuts, waves, trades, whatever, and take feelings out of it and let those players go. Um, you know, it seems like they might be doing that with going here because the guard room is, you know, people they've drafted recently, except for, you know, um, Alicia Gray going into her, like her sixth year. Um, so, but that, that's a lot of guards. I mean, you got Ty Harris with his just drafted in 19, um, with, uh, with Satu and company. So, and they traded from Mabry, um, you know, Rike's out there, her guard minute, she's going to get hers. Um, you got Mo Jeff still on the roster. You got, uh, Chelsea Dungy still on the roster. I mean, and we, and we went and got another guard. So it's, it tells me that they really like her and they might finally be willing to cut some of those picks that they've gotten. And it's just so funny that like, you know, we, we do these assets and uh, Bib mm-hmm. trying to build through the draft Him talking about that, like you're making these picks and end up, you know, trading like a third of them already. If we get rid of a couple of more guards, like let's just yeah. say Ty and Dungy are both gone or, uh, um, you know, Dungy and Mo Jeff, like there go a couple of guards, one you just drafted last year with like the sixth pick, I believe she was sixth or seventh, and she's already gone. But you know, if it's it's complicated here. I mean, you got a lot of young players, young talent on a young team, and they're all good. So I mean, it's just about who wins it wins at camp. Um, and I think you know this is the time that these young players, young healthy players, can use that to their advantage and expose. You know, like a Mo Jeff who can't stay healthy for a full season. You know, knees always, you know, coming back to haunt her. Both of them, you know, one or the other all the time. Mm-hmm. And, you know, take take her place out there. And then, you know, Dungy didn't get to see a whole lot of time last year. Uh, you know, if she hasn't advanced her game enough, you know, then Burton might just pass her up and then just take her spot on the roster. So, yeah. you know, even if let's just say those two guards don't make it and this one does, she still may not see a whole lot of minutes. It may be a yeah. bulk of bulk of Mabry and Ty Harris at the point guard with Arike holding down the two and Alicia Gray playing it on occasion uh, when she's not at the three, but mm-hmm. it's kind of complicated. So it's really just going to be, the, they want them to kind of battle it out in camp and see like, you know, yeah. which ones were the right picks, which ones still need more development, I guess. And then they'll, they'll cut as they have to, or like I suggested on social media, they will make a trade and trade away one of the players that they really like instead of waiving them. They'll find a trade partner to ship them elsewhere mm-hmm. instead of cutting good player they drafted. So it doesn't seem like they wasted the pick or anything by cutting them, which it would seem like, oh, you drafted them just to cut them in a year or two later. But trading them makes it seem okay because, like, you gave it a chance, but there's no room here. We think this other player is better. Ship it away. 
Yeah, I'm, I'm hoping so too. I'm hoping so too, at least for the wings' sake. We've been we've been talking now for it feels like almost two years about uh, the wings trying to to do something and and with trading everything. So so to me, I think she makes this roster. Okay. Who whose whose spots get taken? We'll get to that later. Yeah, we'll get to that. Thank you for the tease, my friend. Uh, now we go to number eight with the Aces uh, pick here from the Lynx. And they go ahead and take the, I believe this is the second. No, this is the first player from Colorado off the board. Maya Hollingshed at uh, eight, the small forward. It's a good pick for for this team. Um, they need the versatility at the wing, you know, especially they don't have uh, Angel McCautry coming back to, you know, be at the small forward and kind of take things over. Uh, Hollingshed is 6'3 out of Colorado, good size. Um, you know, led her team in rebounding and three point percentage. So, uh, looks like a, a three and D wing that can get up and grab rebounds. So that, that size and length at the, at the forward is going to help, um, Asia and company who really became kind of undersized with some of their losses, uh, recently, especially obviously Liz nearly seven foot is a big height loss, but you know, as far as, you know, general link throughout the team, uh, they're a little bit, you know, they're sh- they kind of have short guards and they have shorter forwards. Um, so uh, th- this will be a good this will be a good landing spot for uh, Maya. She gets to learn under uh, Becky Hammond in her first year, you know, get a great place like the Aces to land uh, mm-hmm. and, and on a team that's always in contention. So top 10 pink that gets a team that's competing for a title already. You know, safe to say that Maya Hollingshed is happy, and uh, I think it's a really good fit pick. I like it too, Drew. I, I think it, it's going to be a good pick as well for the Aces and, and for Coach Hammond, as you mentioned. Uh, all right. Looks like this is the Sparks at number nine, Drew, and they get this pick from Seattle, and they take a small forward from Tennessee, Ray Burrell. Ray Burrell. You know, this is this is the player that uh, the Wings were projected to get at seven, and she's mm-hmm. come to nine. You know, the main thing about Ray Burrell and the thing that people have knocked her for is just that they thought she was better um, before her injury, mm-hmm. um, which, I mean, she was. She had a good junior season, then injury robbed her in the early parts of it, and she came back uh, and wasn't the level she reached her junior year. Um, so that's what bumped her down. You know, if she'd had a fully healthy season, she could have been a top five pick probably. Um, so the cars just didn't fall that way, but you know, sparks get a diamond in the rough here late, you know, if, you know, if she can maintain her health and, you know, really get in the work out there, uh, in LA, I mean, she's, that's a roster with a lot of potential that Mm -hmm. that shipped away, um, you know, forwards, uh, over the off season. So that spot is needing to be filled as well. Um, so I, I think she's going to have a good time out there. She's got a chance to stay in LA too, uh, as a versatile wing out there, uh, kind of, Ooh, I don't know. I don't want to say this is the first, but, uh, one of the first, if not the first wing out of Tennessee to be drafted by the Sparks since Candace Parker. Yeah, I think it is drew. Uh, give me one second. Uh, for some reason, my laptop is not charging, so I may have to attend to that momentarily uh technical difficulties of course uh we'll go 10 and the last fever pick of the first round drew is a teammate for to pair with melissa smith as they go back to baylor for queen egbo 
There are actually there's a couple more picks in this round. We got twelve. Yeah. Uh, Queen Egg. The last Walker. last pick by the Fever is if I didn't yeah. mention. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Um, Indiana Queen Agbo here, Baylor. So they got her teammate. Smart move here, getting Alyssa Smith's teammate. You know, some people still have a question mark here. Um, was it too high? Um, but I mean, she's been consistent in the low post and as a offensive board grabber. Uh, Egbo never took that step, that next step, or ever developed uh, anything like a go-to or anything like that. Um, but you know, we'll see how it goes. Um, she's kind of an undersized center at that six foot three center. You know, centers nowadays are looking at at least six foot five, typically in this league. Um, both of the ones drafted ahead of her six foot five. So we'll see how it fares for an undersized center. She may have to get moved to another position and uh, develop her game where she won't. She won't last long in the league. So uh, I make no promises about uh, Egbo here. Um, I think it might have been a little too high. Um, heck, they, they might have been better off grabbing a Nas Hillman here. Uh, and, and she fell here in the draft. We'll get to her later. But uh, Egbo, it's all right pick. Indiana probably could have gotten a better selection. But it is what it is. They made their choice. So they have to lie on their bed. Mm-hmm. But shout out right. to Egbo for being drafted. Absolutely. Another pick for the Vegas Aces. They go to Florida Gulf Coast and shooting guard Kirsten Bell. Kirsten Bell was projected to go a lot earlier than this, but I think fit pushed her down and she's at Florida Gulf Coast. So, I mean, Mm -hmm. some things are going to translate, you know, the way she scored the ball uh, at Florida Gulf Coast probably won't uh, near as much. But I mean, she'll still be able to utilize her size in the league, six foot one shooting guard. Uh, she'll be able to score still, and she'll get that opportunity uh, in in uh, in Las Vegas, and she'll have a good time with that crew out there. So um, it's a she. Uh, I think it's a good good snag by the Aces because of how low she fell based on her projection. Um, it's a good thing they don't need her to be anything super dynamic so that she'll be able to easily score, you know, at her own pace and, and develop into the league here in, uh, in Las Vegas. And last but not least to finish off round number one, Connecticut, the sun, they take the shooting guard from Michigan state. They go Nia cloud. And so it's funny the sun take a player with cloud in her last name. I'm, I'm, <laughs> that's my bad joke of the, the episode. I, I promise oh, that's out of my system. <laughs> it's a trade for Natasha next. Oh my goodness. <laughs> so, um, Nia here going to a team that's just loaded already. So going to be tough to make it on the roster. I mean, she was a first round pick. Yeah, but Connecticut is loaded. So, I mean, the guard position is really not open for business out there. Uh, they brought back Courtney Williams, so it's even more loaded than it was. So, I mean, you got you know, uh, Natisha Heideman, um, Jasmine Thomas, Courtney Williams. So, I mean, the minutes are already taken. So, if she makes it, she just won't see the floor. <laughs> but, mm-hmm. um, you know, congrats to all these draft keys on their, on their first round selections, but Nia Cloudin got got dealt a tough hand going to Connecticut. It's cool to get drafted Connecticut. Uh, Cloudin can score. She's a pure scorer. Um, only five foot eight, but can still get plenty of buckets. Um, you know, I saw all these players in the first round. 
uh, interviews after their uh, after being drafted. But you know, we'll see which what she can put together. You know, the only one of those names that I've listed that was really a scorer, you know, Heidemann a little bit, but was uh, Courtney Williams. So, I mean, if she can prove that, you know, she can still get buckets on these WNBA players, she can carve out some more minutes in Connecticut. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Let's go round two and I can go by, uh, I can go one by one or we can go through them here and then we can talk about a few in general, if you'd like, do you want to? Yes. Okay. All right, so we'll start off with the Aces. With the 13th pick, they go to LSU and get point guard Kayla Pointer. The D.C. Mystics go at 14 to UConn and take shooting guard Kristen Williams. And then I believe, Drew, you have to make sure. What's that? Pause before we get to the next one. I think uh, Kristen Williams, and I'll get to that later too. Um, I think Kristen Williams has a real chance to make that roster. in Washington, uh, one of the few UConn players who got drafted uh, in this draft that have a chance mm-hmm. to make it, but I think she does. Interesting. Okay. Atlanta Dream with the 15th pick, take Michigan power forward Nas Hillman. So Nas Hillman here at 15, Nas, she sorry. dropped and she, you know, in, in her interviews, she, she got some as well. A few second rounders there. The ones that were in attendance got to mm-hmm. uh, be on the on the podium. But uh, Nas, you could kind of tell low key that she was disappointed she didn't get drafted in the first round, but she yeah. didn't want to make it. She didn't want to make it really known. She was definitely trying to enjoy the moment of being drafted. But I, I can I could just tell kind of by you know that look in her eye that you know she's got a chip by, by got, being drafted where she is. So like her and Ryan could be an extraordinary dynamic duo mm-hmm. uh, in Atlanta to kick things off. So I think that's, I don't think Atlanta could, could have gotten uh, any luckier with a, a pair of stars to get in rounds one and two than yeah. uh, Howard and Hillman here. And give her something to go out there and prove as well. So, yeah. all right, we go next. I believe we're going to go back to LA and the Sparks they take Kiana Smith from Louisville. I'll keep going. All right, I'll keep going. Next up, we're going to go ahead and continue with Alyssa Cunane from NC State. She gets drafted to Seattle. A little bit later than I kind of thought here for Cunane. Not the um, only one. Yeah, a lot of people. But there, there were some players in, in, uh, in this draft, and we'll get to one later. Mm-hmm. that I thought was the Dana Evans of this draft. If people remember from last year, Dana Evans projected to be around five you know, in the draft. She was a second rounder. Um, so get from going from thinking you're a top fiver to going second round was just kind of yeah. crazy back then. And this is almost the same scenario, but not as high of a projection, but still crazy to see it drop like this. But going to an ideal situation, especially – if Brianna Stewart is not the one of those stars to one of the two stars to stay in Seattle after this year, then this player and the next one you're about to mention can start building something in Seattle uh, alongside uh, Jewel Lloyd, provided she's the one to stay. Yeah, you're absolutely right. And here's that next player from Seattle, Drew, Laura, Laurela 
Kubaj, correct, from Georgia Tech? Yeah, Lorela Kubaj. Um, I've heard things about her for sure. Uh, she's a project uh, coming in, but it'll be helpful. Um, it'll be helpful out there in Seattle with some some length off the bench, six four power forward. Uh, she's got tremendous defense and an above average rebounder. Uh, just got to work on her offensive game. So, yeah. you know, those are the type of projects you want. Ones that you know can play defense. You just got to get them, teach them how to score. And she's going to be learning from Brianna Stewart, one of the best scorers in the league. So, yeah, easy development out there. All right. L.A. Sparks with another pick. This is again from UConn. We go power forward. Olivia Nelson Ododa, correct? Olivia Nelson Ododa going to be tough out there to make that roster because of mm -hmm. her position. So, Man, I just I don't I don't know that she does. It's if she does, bravo. Here's another pick that really surprised me in terms of where she fell, Drew. Indiana Fever with pick twenty get Destiny Henderson from South yeah. Carolina. Yeah, man. This she she dropped twice as far as she was projected. She was mm -hmm. projected to be ten, you know, at ten, you know, maybe just inside it. Um, and her play in the NCAA tournament, you know, definitely catapulted uh, that projection. But goodness, falling to 20, the bottom half of the second round was not something I was expecting. Um, man, it was even floated around the idea like Dallas could try should try and get her back mm -hmm. at seven. But you know, I didn't. I thought that would have been too early. But um, you know, her falling to 20 was not something I saw. Indiana diamond in the rough really mm -hmm. late here in this draft. Um, I Man, I think she's got a better chance to make it than, uh, you know, um, God, what was her name? Uh, Lexi Hull does. Um, it'll, be, it'll, be, it'll be a dogfight for sure to see how many of these rookies make it because this is insane. <laughs> oh, yeah. Four, four first round and then one in the fifth round for Indiana. That that easily could have been, been a first round. A talent. first rounder, yeah. So uh, it's going to be a dogfighting camp for Indiana. Let them battle it out, and, and may the best players emerge on the roster, Drew. All right, pick number 21, ninth of the second round, is the Storms, and they go UConn point guard Avina Westbrook. This is the last one I'll probably really elaborate on. Okay. Um, but, you know, UConn, like I said, they're going to have a tough time making these rosters. Uh, it started with – uh, Olivia Nelson Adota with her trouble, you know, with all the forwards in LA. Now Avina Westbrook out here, she's not gonna have as much trouble because, you know, you know, they shipped away Jordan Canada and you know there's you know, there's a little bit more room here. Sue Bird's got one more year. Mm -hmm. Um, but you know, January's out here now. It is her last year in the league. Jewel Lloyd is still here, you know, she's gonna have some competition. Uh and Gabby Williams is back in the league, uh, so she, she's out here with Seattle now. So I think there's a chance she could slide into it because uh, I think, you know, Seattle actually has more forwards uh, than they do guards, it looks like. So um, just going to have to beat out, it looks like, maybe if a couple of people, and she could she could slide in. But she has a chance. Uh, it's just not guaranteed. And, you know, the rate of second-rounders making – uh, rosters is not high, so but I, I give her a shot for sure. Here are the last three picks in the second round. The Lynx with their first pick of the draft go with power forward from NC State, Kayla Jones. 
The Aces at pick 23 take Virginia Tech shooting guard Aisha Shepard and the Connecticut Sun go with our third Baylor pickup of the draft, point guard Jordan Lewis. Anything you want to say about any of those three players? All right, we'll move on ahead and we'll keep going. Start off round three, the Indiana Fever go with Jackson State center Amisha Williams-Holiday as the first pick in the third round. I'll keep going. We'll go ahead and give you the Phoenix Mercury, their first pick coming from Atlanta. They go Notre Dame power forward Maya Dodson. L.A. Sparks with the third pick in the third round go with small forward from Hawaii, Amy Atwell. The fourth pick of the third round is the Lynx, and they go with power forward from South Dakota, Hannah Sturvin. Ooh, that's that's Swedish. That's a little bit tough for me, Drew. Sturvin. <laughs> sure, Sturvin. 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 All right. Well, all righty. Uh, pick five of the third round, The uh, they go with Sika Cone from Mali. Oh, She's by the way, consi- she won't be she won't be playing this year. Okay, not coming over. All righty, the wings get back to back picks here, and they go with the small forward from Delaware, Jasmine Dickey, followed immediately by a power forward from North Florida, Jazz Bond. Since this is the wings, you have anything to add on these two players here, Drew? Uh, I do not. I do oh. actually have some news apparently apparently it looks like the indiana fever let go of emma cannon who was on their training camp roster i believe okay she was signed to the team yes she was she was signed Hmm. well that's a development we'll go ahead and mark her off that is that is a development uh we got fallborn the Fever take an Indiana shooting guard, Allie Patberg. That's kind of a hometown pick, if you will, I would imagine. Um, Aces with the next-to-last pick of the draft go with LSU center Faustine Alfua. Let's see. I'm make sure I'm reading that right. Right. I think that's Alfua, and you can correct me if I'm wrong, because it, it, I can't tell if that's an L or an I. It looks like an L. Sorry, I got distracted. Uh, I discovered some more news. Okay. Um, and it is Ifua. It's an I. I beg your pardon. Okay. And I didn't see this last night or uh, Monday when it was going on. You know, I was so mm-hmm. busy in the press conferences. I didn't see any trades that happened. But apparently, Seattle traded the draft rights to Cubage to New York for New York's own 2023 second rounder. Okay. Cubage so... is a New Yorker. All right. So, and that was their with their second round pick, right, Drew? Yeah. Yeah. Their, yeah. From second Georgia round for Tech. next year. Pick eighteen. Gotcha. All right. Last pick of the draft. Uh, we got everybody else but one. That's the Connecticut Sun. They go with Florida point guard Kiara Smith. That was the last player in the twenty twenty two WNBA draft. Any any of these round three ex- selections that you think make a roster at nope. all? No. Nope. So why even have the third round of the draft then? <laughs> I'm joking. Uh, no, that is what people say. I'm not going to lie to you why I have it. But, I mean, the league needs expansion bad so that all these mm-hmm. talented athletes can actually have a team to still go to that they can make. So, like, third round, you can realistically think realistically think that you have a shot to make it and then yeah. go for 
you know, one's, you know, almost guaranteed two rounds that you have a real shot to make a roster. Well, hopefully if they don't make a roster, they can bank out and go play overseas. Well, of course, they'll definitely be doing that. No other option at that point. <laughs> yeah. But uh, let's see, uh, BJ, now that we've gone through the draftees and their new homes, let's see who's actually going to stay in this league and make it through right. training camp. So um, I'm going to start in the Eastern Conference. We don't normally well, do a whole lot of things with the WNBA by well, conference. Well, but, well Drew, but. before we start in the Eastern Conference, you know, we're getting pretty close – to the NBA playoffs. Oh yeah, you are right. You know, we have, uh, you know, we did a previous episode, uh, subscriber edition. There's another batch of play in games tonight. BJ, as a Mm -hmm. matter of fact, the NBA playoffs mean next level basketball. Get ready for all the action by betting that play in tournament that I just referenced guys with DraftKings Sportsbook an official sports uh, betting partner of the NBA, new customers can bet $5 on any team to win and get $150 in free bets instantly. You clinch a win no matter what. Yeah, Drew, don't worry if you do not have sports books in your area. It's all good because all DraftKings Sportsbook customers can bet on NBA hoops with same game parlays. So do I think Luka Doncic is going to get... 30 points or more. Do I think Rudy Gobert is going to pull down 13 rebounds or less? I can pull a couple of those picks together and combine multiple bets from the same game and hope that I can get a bigger, bigger, bigger payout because the more legs you add, the more money you can win. Plus for each day of the play. And so you only have a few more days left of this. You can get a risk free bet up to $10. If your same game parlay, does not hit download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now use promo code TBPN bet five dollars on any NBA team to win their game during the play-in tournament and get one hundred and fifty dollars in free bets instantly that's promo code TBPN at DraftKings Sportsbook an official sports betting partner of the NBA minimum age and eligibility restrictions apply see show notes details all right drew we're gonna go ahead we're gonna get your thoughts which of these draft picks are going to make their respective teams you alluded to the eastern conference which team do you want to start off with we got several in contention indiana with a couple of picks atlanta with the top overall pick the liberty the mystics the sun the sky where are you going i'm going uh atlanta all right let's, the atlanta let's start dream starts out. off Start things out in Atlanta. I've got some predetermined um, ones where I think people are locks to make the roster, and then we'll figure out the rest. Okay. So some locks to make the roster. I've got one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, and we got to figure out the last three. Locks okay. initially. I've got Monique Billings, Nia Coffey, Tiffany Hayes, Ryan Howard, of course, and Dia mm-hmm. Jones. Ari McDonald. Ari McDonald. Cheyenne Parker. Kia Vaughn. And Erica Wheeler. All righty. So down to just, let's see, one, two, 
three, four, five, six players left. So three of these are going home. Mm-hmm. So out of what we've got left, we've got Jalen Agnew, Maya Caldwell, Nas Hillman, Kalia Hillsman, Megan Walker, and Christy Wallace. Um, man, just for the sake of picking some things here, I think everybody that was currently signed and on the roster is going to make it. So let's go ahead and add Megan Walker to that. There's one. I talked about Nas Hillman's potential to make mm-hmm. this roster. And with with uh, not too many forwards, looks like they got one, two, three, four. Yeah, well, I mean, a lot of forwards here. Um, I'll still give it to Hillman. Hillman, get on in there. One last spot on this roster between Hillsman, Wallace, and Agnew. Already too many forwards, so no Agnew. And the Hillsman center, they've only got Kia Vaughn as a center, so they're going to need some reinforcements, but they have a lot of forwards that they might play there anyway. Uh, guard situation, pretty deep at guard. Minutes are going to be bare thin, so Christy Wallace, I'm sorry. Uh, and Maya Caldwell, I am sorry. So let's give it to Kalia Hillsman here, and that's your Atlanta Dream roster there. Those are your final three. I added Nas Hillman, Kalia Hillsman, and Megan Walker. So you've got both of their two draft selections in their uh, from their first two rounds on the team. I, I do. They both had the ability to make it. And I don't see a whole lot mm-hmm. of competition really, you know, sending them home in this situation. You know, Nas could have yeah. felt somewhere where it was less ideal for her to make a roster, but it's not the case. Uh, going to the defending champs next, BJ. All righty. Chicago Sky got a uh, decent bit of players locked in, close to the same amount here. Uh, Julia Alleman, uh Kalea Copper, my girl Kayla Davis, uh, Ruthie Hebert, Emma Mieseman, mm-hmm. my girl Candace Parker, yep. Allie Quigley, Azaree mm-hmm. Stevens, and Courtney Vandersloot. So that is nine players once again. So three more mm-hmm. here three to more. fill out this roster. Um, and no draft picks for the sky to uh, add to the roster this year. Yeah, let's let's help this breakdown go a little bit. So we'll look at uh, some guards and forwards here. So I've got one, two, three, four, five guards locked in right now. And forwards... I have four. Wait, no, I have three. Why do they have Misaman listed as a center? All right, whatever. Let's that's just. That's a good question. That's weird. Uh, I'm gonna put parentheses for. So they're not really struggling to have some guards out here, and they even just they got rid of Lexi Brown to make some rooms out here. But they've mm-hmm. got some guards vying for some spots, and they've got some good players here. Uh, Kaiser Gondrasek, number four pick from last year's draft. Dana mm-hmm. uh, Evans, one of the backups from last year's championship team. Um, so yeah. I mean, that's already <laughs> that's already a there, nice little battle two. there. Yeah. And then Kathleen Doyle from Iowa. Mm-hmm. Um, they're going to be fighting here, but there are a few spots. Um, I mean, if they're listing 
They're listing Misaman as a center. Let's just do that too for the heck of it. They're really low on size here. Um, it makes me think that they're going to sign uh, Lee Uera here just for some size here at center, which they very well might. You know, I'm going to give I'm going to give Lee Uera that spot. I don't know much about him, but the, <laughs> that's the second tallest player on this team. Um, Need some actually, size. You know actually, I take that back. I forgot Amani was over here on the training camp roster. They'll put Amani in at center, so that's my first pick there. Okay, I missed that. My bad. Amani. And I, man, I think they'll bring back their uh, champion backup point guard, Dana Evans. Mm-hmm. And, and I think Kaiser so Gondrzic makes her way back into the league and makes the roster for this guy. All right. I mean, they're they're re, retooling. They're not rebuilding. They're reloading. Yeah. Uh, speaking of reloading, they're bringing a lot of the same people back and one that was on their finals run team, uh, Connecticut mm-hmm. Sun. Connecticut Sun, I have got, let's see, the exact nine again locked yeah. in for camp with three spots to fill in. Um, locks got are, th- three drafts here, three draft picks for Connecticut. Hard-pressed to have a, uh, a rookie make this roster. Um, yeah. Locks, I've got Dewana Bonner, Dijanae Carrington, uh, Kalia Charles, or Kayla Charles, sorry. Uh, mm-hmm. uh, uh, I'm going to get it right. Natisha Heideman, John Quell Jones, Breonna Jones, Jasmine Thomas, Alyssa Thomas, and Courtney Williams. It's stacked, Drew. Yeah, it's, uh, it's, it's a squad out here. Um, Let's see. Guards looking at – got a quite a bit. Carrington, Charles, Heideman, uh, Thomas, like I said, Williams, man. Cloudon, Those Lewis, are... Smith. So that was one, two, three, four, five. I had locked in. Ooh. I'm going to lock another one in, though. Uh, All right. Taja Cole from Athletes Unlimited makes this roster here in Connecticut. Okay. Uh, she's, she's really talented uh, out of Virginia Tech and just 25. So mm-hmm. uh, that could be a definite little good addition for this team. Uh, Beatrice Mon Premier, they can make this roster. So one more spot. Mm-hmm. Oh man, um, Mia. Oh man, that's that's a lot of guards, BJ. But let's put uh, her on no. the roster. Mm-hmm. Let's put her on the roster. Okay. That's seven guards in Connecticut. Oof. They, right might, the they might go. They might go small. They might go small in the rotation. That's a really they, small. Yeah. But there you go. There goes Connecticut's roster. Right. Here's the most interesting one of the night: Indiana Fever. Alrighty. Well, second most. <laughs> and this one, I have only got seven locks on this roster because I don't know. Who knows? And there, knows? and there are seven draft picks that you can. Add to the seven potentially, well, so you know that. Well, yeah, I mean they they had seven picks, so you know yeah. that that you could you could use a combination, so, probably a few many of them. So only seven here. Got to add five more. Uh, I've got Inksler as a lock, Bria Hartley as a lock, 
I locked in Destiny Henderson. Destiny, I'm pretty <laughs> sure. That oh, yeah, they, sorry. They said Des- Des- yeah. Destiny Henderson. Uh, Lexi Hull, I locked her in too. Uh, Tiffany Mitchell locked in. Kelsey Mitchell locked in. So many cards already. Uh, and Alyssa Smith locked in. Mm-hmm. So let's go back through this roster and add some more. Um, and so we already locked in one, two, three, four, five guards. <laughs> and, and four of the draft picks already. So. Oh, pain. Okay. Let's add, let's add Atlanta Coates to this roster. Also add, I really want to bring Danielle Robinson back, but there's just so many guards, man. Uh, man, so the only one I didn't have making it was Egbo so far. Yeah. That was um, the first round. Let's go. Elena Smith makes this roster too. So I got three more now. Mm-hmm. Uh, golly, Victoria Vivians makes this roster. Ten. Two more. Two more. Can Egbo make this roster? You know what? Egbo can make this roster. All four of them, all them dang rookies make this roster. All five of their first and second round picks. All of them. Yeah. And then Jasmine Jones. Boom. Okay. There's your fever roster. Okie dokie. All right. New York Liberty time, BJ. Got Mm -hmm. some more marks on this one, actually. This is my most so far. I got 10, so I only got to fill in a couple of spots. Only two more spots. Right. So I've got locked in Rebecca Allen, Stephanie Dolson, Asia Durr, Natasha Howard, Sabrina Ionescu, Benaj Laney, Michaela Onyenwede, Didi Richards, Nayara Sabali, and Sammy Whitcomb. Okay. I this can imagine time. that the third round pick will not make it, so you got to find Definitely two more. Not. From, okay. Definitely not. Um, Cubage. All right. To the One roster. more pick. One more. Who gets that final spot, Drew? And In New York with Sandy. Let's get Paris Kia. All right. Oh, there you go. Kia. There's a there's Boom. a Liberty roster. And one more in the East. It's the Washington Mystics. Washington Mystics. All right. For the Mystics, I've got nine locked in this roster. Gotta fill in three. Uh, we've got right. Ariel Atkins, Shakira Austin, Alicia mm-hmm. Clark, Natasha Cloud, Elena Deladon, Tiana Hawkins, Maisha Hines Allen, Erica McCall, and Elizabeth Williams. All righty. Time to sign some guards. Well, uh, they've got a second rounder here from UConn, Kristen Williams. Does she that's make exactly it? Exactly where I was going first, BJ. Okay. Kristen Williams makes the roster. We've got two spots remaining. Let's see. Let's see what our guard situation is looking like. Really light on guards compared to tall people. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, and they brought over Rui Machida for a reason. I don't know. Depends on what she's gotten. So, uh, so Tori Walker Kimbrough. 
and man, I don't I don't know that Megan Gustafson makes this roster. Now, now bringing back Elizabeth Williams. Uh, mm. Let's. Oh my gosh. Uh, Goodness, man. Let's just go Rui Machida. I don't know, man. I, <laughs> that's really tough. I don't know about that. That's tough. Up. That is tough. All right, here's where it gets really interesting. I know the people the are waiting West. for this, this morning. I know the people are waiting on this one. The West, indeed, but more specifically, the, the Dallas Wings. Wings. Mm-hmm. I only have half of this roster locked in. All right, that's an even six. <laughs> My locks are Alicia Gray, Izzy, Marina Mabry, Arike, Satu, and Kayla Thornton. The rest, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. But let's be optimistic. Um, neither one of those second rounders are going to make it. Let's be clear. Mm-hmm. I've already said that I think Veronica Burton makes it. So that's one as well. So we got five so that's more. Seven. Um, I really feel like we're going to end up doing some trading and stuff, but mm-hmm. I'm going to bring these players back. Uh, our number ones and two picks last year, Collier and Kawir. Okay, that's nine. So three more to add to this roster. Hmm. Let's see what we can do here. Three more to add. Ty Harris, bring Ty Harris back into the fold. So two more. Mm-hmm. I think Chelsea Dungey, Chelsea Dungey can come back. Okay. I didn't, real, I didn't realize realistically what this roster actually looked like now, looking back at it now. It's not as tough of cuts as you think they are. Okay. And the one spot left, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Who gets really, that last one? Really lacking... Center-wise. Don't know why they don't consider Charlie Collier a senior. That's nuts. Or a center, sorry. That's nuts. <laughs> um, man. I was going to say the same thing about why is she not a center. Yeah. There's no room for any more guards here, so we can just eliminate those from the conversation. Let's go Morgan Birch. She was signed by the team years ago. Uh, was going to have a chance to come to camp last year, but got injured. Didn't okay. get to. I think she finally makes this roster. Awesome. There we go. There we go. Morgan the Dallas Birch. All right. Yeah. All right. Las Vegas Aces. I don't have as many locked in on this squad either. Uh, only right. seven here. So five um, spots. Five spots are open, but I figure we can plug them in fast, though. Okay. Um, We've got Kalani Brown, uh, Chelsea Gray, Dierka Hamby, Kelsey Plum, Quanta Williams, Aja Wilson, Jackie Young. Okay, so let's go ahead and plug in Hauling Shed, their first pick, and also plug in Bell to this team. Let's add Sydney Colson, Lady Aces. Uh, Teresa plays Sots is a good addition. So that's three. We need two more, right? I think so. I I thought we had. I thought that was uh, four uh, for some reason. Four, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, seven. Okay. Yeah, you do have so one spot. Need, so I just need one more. Did you uh, Did you add uh, Ray Burrell? 
This is the aces. I am looking at the aces. Oh, sorry. I beg your pardon. Mm. Mm. I'm gotcha. sorry. I saw LV and, and it clicked LA for some reason. Boing. And Kia Stokes because she makes too much money and nobody's going to want to trade for her. All right. Boom. There you All go. Right. Now you can talk about Ray Burrell because we're at Sparks. Sparks, I've got eight locked in, slightly more than the aces. Uh, Liz mm-hmm. Cambage, Jordan Canada, Kennedy Carter, Neka Gumake, Janae Gumake, Katie Lou Samuelson, uh, Kiana Smith, Brittany Sykes, and Christy Tolliver. Was that nine? Was it nine? I thought I counted no, nine. It eight. No, I got eight. Sorry. Okay. I, oh, I didn't mean to say Kiana Smith. All right. Sorry. I don't have her checked off. So only eight here. So let's fill it out here. So they've got a bunch of predetermined stuff here. Got four guards, four forwards, and a center. Wait, four. Ah! Four guards, three forwards, and a center. Mm-hmm. And people are really paranoid about. Man, they got Ray Burrell listed as a guard on here. They've got, I, don't, I, I don't know oh, why they man. have that, but I think Ray She's Burrell makes a small forward. Yeah, she is. She is one. Um, oof. Maybe it's a misprint. Oh, buddy. Um, I th- oh, my gosh. So, okay, I'm at nine now. Three mm-hmm. more. Gosh, let's go. Taya Cooper. Amanda Zowie B. Buddy. One more. Tough. Um... Lauren Cox. All right. There, there you, you go. go. Nelson Adota did not make it. Interesting. Yeah. Tough out there. All right. Yeah. Minnesota Lynx. Next up, we're looking at only two spots to fill. I've got 10 spots on the Lynx filled out already. Mm-hmm. Got Natalie Achonwa, Leja Clarendon, Afisa Collier. Crystal Dangerfield, Demiris Dantas, Sylvia Faust, Caleb McBride, Angel McCautry, Ariel Powers, and Jessica Shepard. Of course, Collier probably won't play this season, but I don't think uh, – well, they might get like a hardship or something to keep her on the roster but be able to sign someone else. So mm-hmm. I'm doing this before that happens. Well, so I'm pretending that hasn't happened yet, so I'm just going to get two players instead of three. Okay. Oh, boy. Um. This is this is something. The drafted Kayla Jones, man, they've got some players from last year that need to get, uh, you know, get confirmed in a roster here that have done some bouncing. Um, man, let's lock in Rihanna Davis. Okay. And. Kayla Jones. All right. So the draft pick, the second rounder, does make it to the Lynx squad. In Crazy. Mind. Yeah. That's, that would only happen on a Cheryl Lynx team. Or, <laughs> wow. Yeah, Cheryl's Cheryl. Lynx team. Cheryl's Lynx team. There we go. Uh, I knew what you meant. Yeah. <laughs> on to the Phoenix Mercury. We've got eight players confirmed on this one. Uh, Tina Charles, Sophie Cunningham, Diamond DeShields, 
Skylar Diggins-Smith, Brittany Griner, Kia Nurse, Diane Taurasi, Brianna Turner. Of course, we don't know when BG gets back. Hopefully mm-hmm. she gets back. So, yes. I mean, we'll just pretend as if she's still present here and go along that way. So four players to add to this team here. Um, Shea Petty makes it. Christina Nigue makes it. Two more. Kiana Williams makes it. Last one. And Macy Williams. There you go. So that's the Mercury. We got one more team, and that is the Storm. Three three second rounders, Drew. Are any of them going to make the team? Dillas rule style. It's possibly. It's possible. All right. I have eight locked in here. Sue Bird, Breon January, Jewel Lloyd, Ezzy Mag Bagore. Ooh, that's a mouthful. Mercedes Russell, Brianna Stewart, Stephanie Talbot, and Gabby Williams. Mm-hmm. Four spots remaining. Four spots. All right, let's go. Epiphany Prince makes it. Uh, Kennedy Burke is mm-hmm. back. Oh, buddy. Two spots. Lisa Kinane. There we go. There's one. Man, let's go ahead and add in that other rookie, Avina Westbrook. Okay, so the the two second-rounders that the Storm had will make the roster in Drew's mind. Man, based off what I'm looking at, they can make it, and they're going to defy the odds. Shout-out second round. Woo! I'm going to keep this just in case when final rosters come, I'm going to be like, you see, BJ, I be knowing stuff. Well, I'll clip this. We'll we'll have this ready, and we'll we'll compare and contrast how many you got right, how many you got wrong. I'm, I'm keeping it too just. <laughs> just in case all right drew you did all the hard work why don't you sit back and relax and we'll play a little game before we sign off this time around deal you want to play a gamey game deal all right i've got five questions for you it's a game we like to call with it or quit it and i was telling you beforehand i was trying to go a little laid back we getting some warmer weather we had some storms roll in it's definitely springtime but we're already thinking ahead to summer ball man and we're starting up the nba playoffs so warmer temperatures so the best drink on a hot summer's day is lemonade question number one are you with it are you gonna quit it the best is lemonade i'm gonna go i'm gonna quit that uh I'm not, I'm not, I don't know. I don't, I don't gravitate to lemonade like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm um, I'm not a big lemonade guy either. And I, and I typically like pink lemonade more than regular lemonade. Mm-hmm. And that's not as, as, uh, as, uh, what, what's the word I'm looking for? Uh, no, as you don't see it as often, I guess. I should yeah. Say. It's a bit more far, rare. Yeah. As far as lemonades go. Um, yeah, there's a whole bunch of other things I'd rather have during the summer, a hot summer day, like water. Than yeah, I'm drinking water right now. I just, you Same. know, everybody talks about everybody talks about uh, lemonade as a summertime staple. I thought, well, let's see how he feels about 
It's just those time. those little lemonade stands is all they're going off of. Those old school lemonade stands nobody does anymore. Yeah. Somebody wants to burn up and not get their stuff bought. Yeah. We're trying to kindle some nostalgia, I would have guess, I guess, Drew. Speaking I didn't have of, a stand. You didn't have a lemonade stand? I didn't either. No. It's too hot. It's too hot, yeah. All right. Too hot. Speaking of nostalgia, Drew, number two. In honor of its 10th anniversary, the best sports meme of all time is the Jordan crying meme. With it or quit it? The best? Yeah. Ooh. Now, we know I there's think... been a lot of sports memes. There's the Villanova band member playing while crying. You know, you can make all kinds of memes. The you know, you want to go a little bit dark, you can make the meme of Bobby Petrino after his accident with all the the gear on or whatever in, in the press conference where he's he's having to apologize or whatever. I don't know if that's necessarily considered as funny of a meme, but you see the Jordan crying meme a lot. Is it the you best said, one? I mean, I guess I got to say, yeah. I mean, yeah, I, I got to say, yeah. I, I can't think of anything that's more iconic and universally used in the Jordan crying meme. Um, it's like, it's been 10 years, so it's been overused at, at a certain point, but yeah. that's why I was like, ah, best, you know, if you'd asked me this question like four years ago, I'd be like, oh yeah, yeah. What other memes even are there besides this one? But, yeah. um, yeah, I, I'll give it that. I'll give it that. Maybe, it's, maybe it's, because it's a staple at this tops. point. Yeah. All right. The crying meme is the best meme, according to Drew, at least on the sports side of things. All right, Drew, number three. You've got the two options, and you would rather choose to travel for the rest of your career, or maybe not the rest of your career, but you would prefer to travel as opposed to staying in one particular place for for your career. Is that a with it or a quit it? Um, is, is money a, is money an obstacle? Let's, let's say if you travel and you're doing the same thing, it's comparative to, so basically it wouldn't be an issue if, if you were taking a job somewhere else, you would get what you're making. Oh, so what you're more. saying but like you, it, as opposed to as opposed to staying at one place or like in one general location, and, and you if you're doing the same job, you'll you'd be more willing. You want to travel more for that so, job as opposed to to staying in one spot, I guess. So instead of basically doing mostly what I do now, just travel more often for work. Kind of, yeah, a little or bit, like, or 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 get to get to have more travels because of work as opposed to feeling like you've got to stay in one place yes like, more travels yeah. because of work mm -hmm. i need to see some shit yeah i need yeah. to see some stuff <laughs> i got it i caught it you got it you caught it you caught it got it yeah yep. need to see some stuff so BJ. you are you are with it you would rather I'm travel with it. all right with it indeed drew number four this is a matter of personal preference let's see how you feel about this because there's a multitude oh. of options that you could have. Oh no. If you're going to go see a new movie, would you prefer to rather watch it at home instead of in the movie theater? 
I'm saying this is if you are, you are, you would rather stay at home to watch it with it or quit it. Oh, so I'd rather watch my new movie at home than at the theater. Yeah, you got the option to, you know, make make your own cheaper popcorn, have your own snacks. You can pause the movie anytime and use the restroom if you need to, as opposed to feeling like you gotta miss something. No, or, yeah, no? I actually, I like going to the theater. I don't go that often, so when I go, it's like a, almost like a special occasion. Like, yeah, I came to watch this movie. Leave me alone. Exactly. I'm mean, popcorn yeah. and drinking, drinking my pib extra, and watching <laughs> said movie. But yeah, I mean, I watch plenty of stuff in my house. I don't want to add movies to the list. Movies is something I can go watch at the movies. So mm-hmm. uh, yeah, I'm a. I like to go. Um, I like to go to the movies, and I don't mind going by myself either. Mm-hmm. Is there a specific type of movie that you have to always go see it? Like an action film, you always have to go see it in the movie theater? No, or, not a specific okay. genre. It just depends just on any kind the of movie, movie that you're interested so in. Like, so like when The Dark Knight came out, I was mm-hmm. like, I had to go see that. When The yeah. Batman came out, I had yeah. to go see that. Yeah. The last one I've seen is the newest Spider-Man movie. But I mean, there's there's been a couple that I'm like, I want to see it, but I might let the initial uproar and, and everything kind of sizzle down a little bit before i go see it so i'm, I'm possibly I'm... seeing it next weekend just depends on if it's still in theaters well not talking about the batman but batman yeah. yeah i still haven't seen the batman so i mean you might we might have to we might have to go low down at the movies one of these days <laughs> you won't be able to watch batman with me it's getting watched next weekend <laughs> with someone else and you not invited <laughs> <laughs> dang okay all Sorry. right I'm, i feel i see how it is i'm not invited oh Unless man i hold my hand I'm heartbroken man <laughs> let's not go down that road number five number five all right drew if i think you might know but in case you didn't the 75th anniversary of jackie robinson's debut in the major leagues uh, major league baseball is Friday. Major League Baseball is the only league where they have one specific number retired by every team. And that is, of course, Jackie Robinson's 42 is retired by every Major League Baseball team. Do you think, are you with it, that that number 42 should be the only jersey number retired for every team in any league? Do you think any other sports league should do the same for an athlete, or do you think that honor should only be bestowed to Jackie Robinson? So with oh. it or quit it in terms of nobody else should have their number retired by a, a single league, every team in that league. Jackie Robinson should, should be the only one. Uh, I'm going to go with a yes because of what he had to go through to get this and for his number to be retired on all these other teams. Um, so I'm going to say with it, Jack, Jackie Robinson should be the only one. Mm-hmm. Uh, we'll also note, though, that um, as far as, the, you know, just kind of thinking about that question, it's like, I, I know this league wouldn't do this because mm-hmm. they're, you know what, and he's still not in the league today. 
Kaepernick. You know, maybe retire a seven, but seven's such a common number. For one, I doubt they would do it. And two, you know, it's still not a nice relationship. I don't think it would happen. So that was the one thing that initially had popped in my head. But, you know, for one, he wasn't enough of a legend. Seven's too common of a number. And, you know, the you NFL know, just wouldn't do it. So. There was some there was some talk uh, for a while there. And I'm I'm kind of glad they didn't decide to do this. There was talk of the NBA having every team retire the number twenty three for Michael Jordan. Nah, bro. Nah, we ain't doing that. Nah, no, I I know I I'm not saying they just, should. Just, there, just I know there was talk of it though. Nah, that's crazy. Saying. That's absolutely but, insane. But, so yeah, I I think that the way baseball did it, I think that should be the only the only. Uh, league that ever does it myself i would throw up if they did that but like just because just because he was cold you want to retire his number on every team but like lebron is also cold so you're gonna unretire lebron's retired number somewhere already to make it jo- no you're not gonna if do the, that if the nba does it i i think now because of what we've seen the past couple of years you might make the argument because of uh, Kobe's untimely passing that he might be the one that they would but even then I don't think they would because it's I mean I think the way they they handled that with with adding him his legacy into the all-star game I think that is probably a, a more bidding tribute yeah that's all you're gonna get so yeah I think you know Jackie's resonates you know just far too much um to not be the the only one there and no one no one else in any other sport made as significant of an impact i think the one that you might could reasonably argue as far as an athlete who is also uh, a superstar as well um bill russell maybe for his his civil rights activism back in the day and you know perennial like the most championships ever no one's gonna have 11 you know you could retire what was he six right number six i think Uh, so, so yeah so you could retire the six, but then there's again, the problem that's a common again. Number two, it mm-hmm. is. I mean, it's relatively common, but also one of the literal greatest of all time. War number six, LeBron James. So yeah. either one of those that you're trying to retire is going to conflict with LeBron. So just leave it alone. Just leave leave LeBron and his numbers alone. I think that is one of those that you could have multiple teams that have the same numbers retired for multiple great players across the league and that's perfectly fine and i, I think that's that. the way it should be i don't know that do with that. i don't know but don't retire no one else is going to do it only jackie make a baseball yeah. exclusive all right that is with it or quit it and uh happy anniversary to jackie robinson and go go watch some baseball because everybody's going to be wearing 42 in honor of Jackie Robinson. It's one of the best traditions that is in sport today. And I think if I remember correctly, this season they're going to wear 42 in Dodger blue, every team. So they're all going to be actually looking like Jackie Robinson. We'll talk about that after the episode. Okay. All right. That is with it or quit it, ladies and gentlemen. That is the episode as well. Appreciate everybody who stayed around this long to listen to the entirety of it. Shout out to my WNBA fans who are very dedicated and our dedicated listeners out there. Appreciate you very much. Make sure you are following us on our social platforms if you are not already on both Twitter and Instagram at the underscore lowdown. That's T-H-A underscore lowdown on both Twitter and Instagram. Make sure you also follow 
our newly formed Twitch channel. I say newly. We've had two episodes on it now. But mm -hmm. Twitch channel at the lowdown, no underscore. It's just T-H-A, lowdown, the lowdown, uh, as you see it um, on podcast platforms as well. So make sure you guys come check that out. Drop a follow on that account. Show some love. Uh, we will be doing those live every Wednesday for uh, for some content over here on Twitch for you guys if you want to see it live. Um, so without further ado, um, this has been another edition of The Lowdown. And we'll be back again next week with some more uh, some more sports. We've got, you know, players getting ready for camp for the WNBA mm -hmm. and playoffs in full swing next week. So plenty yes, to sir. talk about. So don't miss out on the action and the discussion right here on the Lowdown Sports Show. We'll see you next week. Thanks for listening.